0: Four ladies from across the world, we have come just to give a word. Come one, come two, come all, ride with us and we won't let you fall. Loving God is what we've come to do, head of fine queens, oh that's the This is your girl Divine and you are listening to Edifying Queens where we share a vision to effectively interpret the truths in the word of God in a relatable way that is not only relevant to today's culture but unquestionably crucial to surviving as a follower of Jesus Christ. If this is your first time listening, I am one of four lovely voices you will hear and each week You will have the pleasure of experiencing different views as this is a multi-managed show. So sit back, relax, and take in the rich Word of God. I hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Edifying Queen's You are here with Divine, and I'm so blessed to be able to be with you guys here tonight. Thank you so much for coming. Um, We are in our fifth season. Um, We're about to get into our sixth season um, here in a few weeks. I just want to say thank you, um, actually, in the next two months. But I just want to say thank you all for sticking with us, all of our faithful listeners, everyone who sets their timer to the uh, episodes of Edifying Queens. I just really appreciate you guys and we love you all and we are always open and always ready to hear what you guys have to say um if you need help or anything like that please reach out to us in our email please do so because we really 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 aren't just talking about this you guys we're really trying to not try excuse me we're really living this thing so we just want you to know that we are here to support you guys without further ado this uh episode is episode 17 and it's titled even in the dark and um We're going to be talking about when we get in those dark places, uh, what God's word says about those things and how we can make it. (laughs) So, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you so much for your word. God, we thank you for being a holy God, a righteous God, an omnipotent God, an omnipresent God. Lord, the beginning and the end, the alpha and omega. Lord, when all things pass away, your word will remain. Lord, you will be the only one here. And we thank you, God, that you have chosen to spare us. And that you have given us yet another day to get it right. So Lord, we thank you for the listeners on today. And we thank you for the word that you have given me to give to them. I ask that you use me, Lord, in this time uh, at, to be your mouthpiece, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' holy and precious name I pray, amen. So, you all, I, uh, I'm i in a class, a course for... Um, It's a school in the church, uh, in my church, so I'm going through some courses, and we're reading some books, we're taking tests, we're doing the whole nine, right? And I'm learning such valuable information, and so I want to share it with you guys. So you'll see it in some of my content um, from here on out, because I'm just learning so much, and I just feel like it's so important for the people of God to be aware in all that getting, get an understanding because some of the stuff we we repeat, some of the stuff we repost, some of the stuff, you know, we've heard over time, we don't understand and it's important for us to understand things and not just be religious or repetitive in what we're doing for God. It's, it's important for us to understand what we're doing for him and why we're doing it and where things originate and where they come from. He is not a God that is absent of knowledge or depth. He is the most deep, you know? So we just want to be able to rightly divide his word and understand how and why we worship and praise uh, the way we do. So the scriptures tonight are going to be Psalms chapter 2. Us, uh, chapter three in Psalms and then Psalms chapter 4, verses one to 5. and then Ephesians chapter 4, verses 26 through 32. and then Ephesians chapter 5, verses one and two. So questions to ponder while you are listening. When it's dark in your life, Where do you run? Do you run to Facebook? Do you run to a bottle? Do you run to a boy? Do you run to a bar? Do you run to a girl? Where do you run? Or do you run to the word of God? Keep these questions in mind for self-evaluation. They are simply there for you to be able to locate yourself in the message, not to beat you up. So if you do run to a boy, a bottle, a bar, a girl, whoever, whatever you run to, Facebook, you know, any of that that you currently do right now, you know, uh, you come as you are, you know, but you don't leave the same. So we don't want to leave the same. After we hear the word of God, we don't want to leave the same. So even if you're, you're in a situation where you run to those things right now in your time of distress, let that not always be the case. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So I'm going to read to you from a passage that has blessed me. This is from, the book is called Gilgal. The Order of First Things, and it's by Nate Holcomb. The reference is in the uh, description box. So it says, "Indeed, Psalms 77 and 6 exhorts us to call to remembrance our song in the night. We are to rehearse these songs in our own hearing because they help us to remember the Lord when the lights go out. When the lights go out, it is a scary time and we do not feel like much like singing. When the lights go out, questions come to our mind. Who turned those lights out? Questions come to mind. Why are we in the dark? Questions come to mind. How long will the lights be out? It puts me in a mind of a story of a trainer and his Bengal tigers. The trainer controlled the tigers with a whip and with the sternness of his voice. While he was performing, there was a blackout. All the lights went out. The trainer recognized that although he could not see them, the Bengal tigers could see him clearly, that they could see perfectly in the dark. He was also aware that the audience could not see anything in the dark. Fear set in and the people began to move about. The trainer immediately told the people, sit down, be still, do not say anything and do not move just remain seated. The lights will be back on momentarily. He continued on cracking the whip and commanding the tigers. Finally, the lights came back on. Later, he was interviewed and asked whether or not he was afraid. He confessed he was afraid, almost to the point of being terrified. He knew those tigers could see perfectly, but he could see absolutely nothing. He also understood that if he had permitted the people to move out in fear, pandemonium would have set in. The people would probably have begun to run and the tigers would have sensed their fear and attacked the people the interviewer asked how did you stay so calm how did you keep the control the trainer replied i did in the dark what i was doing in the light i just kept cracking the whip and speaking with authority and the tigers could not tell the difference God wants us to learn how to depend on him in the night as well as we have depended on him in the day. Whether day or night, the songs should stay the same. When we learn that, then I believe God will say, let there be light and the lights come back on man So that blessed me. I hope it blessed you like it blessed me. So in the night last night, to be specific, I could not sleep. I was stressed about um, something that had went on at work. And God really came through for me the entire day. Like, I'm, I'm not talking about just little things, you guys. I'm talking about miracles. Systems were going down. I couldn't, my email wasn't working. Like, everything that could go wrong was absolutely going wrong. I could not do my job. So then, um, I was stressing about it the day before because it had been an ongoing issue. So I was like, oh, Lord, and I'm still learning. So I'm new to the job. So it's already taken me a minute to respond back to, pe- to people, respond back to people when they ask me questions because I'm new and I don't I have to research the answer and then get back to them. Um, and then on top of that, uh, I don't have the tools that I need to effectively complete my job. So I was really stressed out. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was stressed out. Um, I don't usually I'm very good at compartmentalizing. So i don't usually take work home with me and it made it through the door you guys made it into my bedroom i was tossing and turning couldn't sleep and so i got up and one of the things i'm also learning in Sunship school of the firstborn is the complete title is that um spiritual and natural principles line up with the word of god so god always has there's always something natural to resemble the spiritual so one of the things that i can control that decreases my stress was my how i felt physically so i took a shower and i was like okay after i took a shower i felt much better it kind of calmed my nerves and then after that i was like you know what i still can't sleep so then i picked up my bible and i was like let's do it lord And when I opened my Bible, I I didn't even I didn't have anything that I was looking for specifically. But Psalms 2. When I grabbed my Bible and I opened it up, that was what I looked down at. And it reads, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of zion i will declare the decree the lord has said to me you are my son today i have begotten you ask of me and i will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession you shall break them with a rod of iron you shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel now, therefore, be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled. But a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. So the issue that had actually kept me up was on the job again, but there was a particular, um, individual that was, uh, I changed the process and he didn't approve. So he wrote me an email and I, you know how you can be passive aggressive in an email. I don't know about you guys, but in the military, (laughs) us admin folks, we have a language and anybody working an admin administrative job can probably tell you about this. There are passive aggressive ways that you can say um, things you want to say in a not so nice way. email, So he did that and he was making references and he was doing all this stuff and he was like, just really chewing me out. Right. And I'm like, all this other stuff going on. And then I get this email and then that's the thing. That's the last thing I responded to uh, before I went home. And so I was thinking about it the whole time. And then I read Psalms, two, And then I was like, you know what, Lord, I'm gonna just keep on going. So in Psalms 3, Lord, how they have increased who trouble me, because I was troubled, y'all. Many are they who rise up against me, because they keep on coming. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. Selah. (laughs) Selah means think about it. But anytime I bring up God, these days people are getting less... Uh, less and less, um, they're getting more vocal about crediting, accrediting the universe with things of the Lord's doing and making, you know? So I... uh, was talking to a gentleman the other day and I was like oh the Lord is so good and I was just waiting on God and I gave it over to him and then this happened and blah 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 and he was like yeah you know somebody was listening the universe heard you and I'm just thinking like no friend (laughs) no friend God is the God of the universe the God who made the universe let's not (laughs) Let's not exalt the universe. Amen? Excuse me. So, verse 3. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me. My glory and the one who lifts my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice. And he heard me from his holy hill, Selah. When we're reading this Psalms, when you're reading anything in psalms, please keep in mind that King David was running from Saul. And so these things are so literal for him. Legitimately people coming to to kill him. Like legitimately people searching the ends of the earth to kill him. So when he's reading these when he when he's when we're reading these scriptures and psalms, please keep that in mind that he was fearing for his life. And that is when he was putting, he was writing these things down, these affirmations, hallelujah, putting his trust in God to sustain him. Amen. Verse five says, this is uh, Psalm chapter three, verse five. I lay down and slept. I awoke for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. Selah. All right. So at this point, y'all, I'm super encouraged. I'm like, ooh, God out here breaking, uh, breaking the enemy's teeth. He breaking the, he breaking the teeth of my enemies. Uh, he keeping them in derision and I had to look up derision y'all God bless Uh, I had to look up derision he keeping them in derision he got them out here stuck right so I'm good right you know and then here comes chapter 4 y'all chapter 4 so let me read to you guys the definition of derision derision is ridicule mockery an object of ridicule so um he the lord shall hold them in derision he shall hold them in ridicule that was on uh, chapter 2 in verse 4 so then you guys um chapter 4. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my duress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worklessness and seek falsehood? But know that the Lord has set Apart for himself, him who is godly, the Lord will hear him when I call. So y'all, at this point in the scriptures, I'm like, I'm real hype right now. I'm like, ooh, God finna cast down everybody that got something slick to say to me. Everybody that's sending all of these messy emails. Everybody that feels like I can't do my job. Everybody that's been doubting me. All the pressure coming from five different ways. The Lord about to, the Lord is smiting them, right? (laughs) And then verse four. (laughs) So this is a super popular saying amongst the saints. Verse four reads, be angry and do not sin. Right? We know that part. Y'all, we got to finish verse four and we need to start attaching this to verse four when we're saying it. Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Say la. Hold up. God, you said I can be angry. Wonderful. And then I can't sin. Okay, God, I got you. But then in not sinning, he doesn't leave you just not doing anything. He gives you instructions. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Okay. I'm meditating in my bed um, within my heart and I'm being still, right? Verse 5. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. Period. So in the dark, whether you're angry in the dark, whether you're scared in the dark, whatever you're doing in the dark, God says, be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness. What are the sacrifices of righteousness? Well, I looked directly at my situation because it was like three in the morning for me, you guys. And I'm a mom of two small children in house. I have three children altogether. But two of my, my two younger ones live here. And I have a husband. I have a full time job and I have two little children under four. I am a busy woman on top of school. And like I just told you guys, I'm doing, I'm doing school in the church. So I have a whole lot going on. And to be up at 3 a.m. reading my Bible is a sacrifice of righteousness. And I put my trust in God because he is the only one I knew could make it right. And it's so funny to me because as soon as we give it over to God, he takes care of it, but we really have to let it go. <clears throat> My pastor, um, he's gone on, he's transitioned to be with the Lord. Um, God rest his soul, Pastor James Eric Williams. He, um, he we replay his uh, messages every Wednesday for Bible study. And he said that he was talking about how Basically, the enemy can only use what you give him. So basically, Satan cannot read your mind. That's why the Bible says the power of death and life is in your tongue. Life and death lie in the power of your tongue. Because if you say things, then the enemy can and his demon cronies, they can latch on to it and they can spin your life and your thoughts in all kinds of circles because they'll whisper to you little things they can put things in your mind but they can't read what's going on so if the only thing coming out of your mouth or only thing on your facebook post when you put it on facebook satan is watching your facebook if the only thing that's coming out of your mouth, the only thing you posting about is negativity, how you going through, how people get on your nerves, how you doing you, all of that extra stuff, that's what Satan hears and he's going to use it. Don't think he sleeps. He don't. He's team no sleep. So what you have to do is, and what I have been actively like actively working on is not speaking about my frustrations. Instead, I counter them with the opposite, with some optimism with the word of God. So I start praising the Lord Jesus Christ. I start praising God when I'm frustrated now with my words. And so it's I'm I'm still like actively working on this. It's taking me a minute to like get on over, but I'm doing it right. So I encourage you guys to do the same thing whenever you're frustrated, whenever you're angry. Don't go venting to people about it. And if you do absolutely need to get it out, make sure you're talking to people who will pray for you. P-R-A-Y and not pray on you. P-R-E-Y. Amen. So you'll need to speak God's word. Speak to him. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Don't go running all over the town telling people about your business. It ain't every, everybody ain't your, ain't, ain't, ain't your friend that you think your friend. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness. It is righteous of you to praise the Lord in your trials and tribulations and put your trust in him. Amen. Amen. So. We just have to we just have to stay my well she's not my first lady anymore. She's now my pastor. We fast from negativity. Amen. We stay in the positive lane at all times. We don't have time to be given we we cannot afford to give the enemy any room because best believe he will take you know the saying give somebody an inch and they take a mile. Satan coined it probably. He is he he'll do it he'll take them out so you can't you can't allow any time or any space for that so turn with me to ephesians chapter 4 verses 26 through 32 because that is the subtext that was like written in small font on the side of psalms 4 and 4. And it says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. First of all, I want to give y'all the definition to malice. But you guys, you know how I told you how like I was reading the verses, I was getting hype, you know, we was going all the way and, and... then God brought me over to Ephesians and slapped me upside the head. So I'm thinking, oh, yeah, God's going to smite my enemies. And then, you know what he said to me after I read this passage? He said I had to love them. He said I had to be kind, tender-hearted, forgiving them. He said I had to impart grace to the hearers. And speak only what is good and necessary for edification. Amen. Malice means desire to inflict injury, harm, or suffering on another. Either because of a hostile impulse or out of deep-seated meanness. And you guys, this kind of hurt my feelings. Because it's like, why would anybody... Let's say they love God, have a deep-seated meanness. You can't love God and have a deep-seated meanness about you. That's the truth. You can't love him for real and have a deep-seated meanness. That means your relationship needs some evaluation. And you don't love him like you say you love him. So let's practice what we preach and live how we want to um, live on the other side. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 2, and this is the last passage. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Amen? So we want to smell good. We want to smell good to God. We don't, want to, we don't want to stink with our nasty attitudes and things like that. So let the things that come out of your mouth be praise, worship, and edification. Amen. Amen. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for every listener on the line. I thank you that they have received revelation through your word, God. Understanding through your word, God, that you will keep them, that you will guide them, that you will instruct them on what to do next. Lord, I pray that we all take a minute and we, when we want to sin, when we're angry, we don't in the name of Jesus, that we do what your word says and sin not. Lord, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that we meditate within our hearts on our beds and be still and offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put our trust in you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for everything that you've done. We thank you for all that you're doing and we ask that you continue to keep us, Lord, in your will and let your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray, amen. If you are listening right now and something said has moved you to want to know Jesus in a personal way and you would like to start your relationship with him right now, repeat this simple prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that you, God, have raised him from the dead. I thank you, Father, that I am now saved according to your holy word in Romans 10.9. Romans 10.9 in the New KJV says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It goes on to say in verse 10, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And verse 13 reassures us by saying, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Now that you have received Jesus as your personal Savior, there are some things you must understand and take with you. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The first thing you want to do is find a good church home who believes on the name of jesus and become a part of the body of jesus christ so you may be fed protected and strengthened we all need a support system walk with christ it's not always easy so make sure that you're plugged in lastly you must be intentional about your prayer and study life. 2 Timothy 2.15 reads, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Know that you are always on the forefront of our minds and at the top of our prayer list. Go with grace. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out to us and share your testimony, comments, or thoughts about the show. Or if you need a little advice or prayer, email us at eqlovesjesus@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's Jesus, all one word, at gmail.com. Please join us here next week to hear how God is moving in the life of another one of your edifying sisters in Christ. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to communing with you here next week. I am your host, Divine, and have a wonderful morning, evening, or night. Be blessed.